Welcome to Noteclip, the podcast that's like a book club for people who don't think that books reward them enough for being good at them. I'm Chad Rowley. And I'm Andy Kinnick. And today, we're going to be talking about Super Mario Bros. Wonder, a game that was developed by Nintendo EPD, published by Nintendo, and was released in 2023 on the Nintendo Switch. But first, if you give us a like or a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder is a 2D platforming game, yada, yada, yada. Everybody knows this already. <laughs> what uh, is this fucking Mario? <laughs> what is this fucking Mario? Uh, I swear to God, one one day we're going to have to put together like a glossary of terms <laughs> for things that we make reference to. Like, that is a quote from my dad. <laughs> put it on a t-shirt. We need to start yeah, saying really... it more so that we can make merch out of it. That's true, yeah. So everybody, remember, when you leave this episode, just next time you're at your friend's house, be like, what is this, fucking Mario? <laughs> uh, and you'll know that that's, that came from us. And then that's how <laughs> viral marketing works. I don't know. Uh, clearly, I do not know how viral marketing works. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Super Mario, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Wonder, the platformer that I just played. Um so this is the first 2D platformer, correct me if I'm wrong here, because it does get very confusing. Uh-huh. I believe this is the first 2D Mario platformer since a member of the new Mario Luigi Super <laughs> Deluxe U games. Uh-huh. If you don't count Mario Maker, then yes. Right. Which Mario Maker is going to be a very complicated topic when it comes to, like, putting this game into ranking systems that everyone likes to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're doing a tier list, do you include Mario Maker? Uh, I might. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe we'll do a tier list one day. You Let do end know. up playing a lot of 2D Mario if you're playing Mario Maker. That is true. Most of your time most likely will be spent playing 2D Mario. Um, but yeah, it, and it's, it's, it's weird because this is also the same, like in the same era that we also returned to 2D Metroid. So with Metroid Dread sort of like in my distant kind of recent memory, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my expectations for Wonder were actually kind of high, uh, going in. Uh, I felt like we were kind of in a moment now where I was like, maybe they're just going to pump out good shit for a while. Cause I didn't really connect with the, the Wii U new super Mario brothers games. Yeah. So I guess with 2d Mario, like, like I played Mario brothers three and super Mario brothers a lot as a kid. Um, but I never played uh, Mario world. And then I really liked super Mario 64. And I felt like I kind of like, drifted away from 2d platformers and didn't play them for like a long time uh and then kind of like came back to them more recently with like rayman uh legends and like donkey kong tropical freeze and uh Mm. stuff like that um so yeah and then like uh like yeah like as you said like metroid dread's a good thing to call out stuff like mario maker i feel like there's been kind of like a return to uh 2d games from like uh like triple a studios because they've been like popular in the indie space and it seems like nintendo and other companies want to dip their toes back in um but yeah so like my expectations were like 
kind of low. <laughs> like, I also <laughs> didn't like um, the new Super Mario Brothers games. I, in, fa- in fact, find them to be incredibly boring <laughs> looking <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Something about them just looked really, like, phoned in to me always. Um, I'm sure they're good because they're made by Nintendo. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they just never really interest me. But, uh, like, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, though, I thought looked really fun and creative. Um, and so, like, that did, uh, like, uh, catch my eye. And maybe, like, didn't, like, I didn't have high expectations, but maybe they were, like, different than, like, what the final product ended up being like. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think there's a lot of things, like, the, the I only ever saw the initial release trailer uh, for the game. Mm-hmm, me too. And... Yeah, when I think about what that release trailer, like, said about the game, like, what it was going to be or contain, uh, I I think I, I was I was not expecting it to be as, uh, like, I, I don't know, comp- like, completely about those things as the game ended up being. Things like the Wonder Seeds and the new power-ups are present in, like, literally every level, um, which... I'm a little bit surprised by. I mean, the power-ups less so. They're scattered the way that power-ups normally are, and so there are levels where you use things like the fire flower, which is tried and true. Um, but like the drill and the elephant and the bubble, uh, which I think is the bubble new. Is the bubble from something else? I feel like we've had something similar before. I think the bubble is new. Okay, I knew. I I was thinking of the cloud Mario that I think is in the second Galaxy game. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, the 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 new uh, three power ups. Like there are a lot of levels that have them, but because of the way that Nintendo makes levels, um, you like nothing is really required to have them. But the Wonder Seeds are very persistent, uh, as well as just sort of like the whimsical nature of the whole thing. Like this game is very tonally. I'm not going to say it's tonally flat because it absolutely <laughs> is not that is the opposite of that. Uh, but tonally it's very consistent. It, it, it has like a, uh, a set sort of like rhythm to every level and with very little change up. Um, and honestly, that's, <laughs> I'm saying this in such a negative way. It, it really isn't. I just wasn't expecting it to be as, all in on the like newer gimmicks as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in the end, I feel like that it ended up being a good decision um, more so than, than something that would be more varied, something that keeps throwing you into new things over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the um, specifically the, um, the wonder flowers reminded me a lot of uh mario maker 2 when they added in like the certain themes would have like weird effects where they would like turn off the gravity (laughs) or like whatever yeah like underground at nighttime does this weird thing (laughs) yeah exactly yeah it would be uh depending on like yeah time of day uh day or night what world or what like game you were in and like everything else mm-hmm. uh have like different things it, it does have that kind of thing i i actually have a lot of comparisons i would like to make to mario maker that i have been sort of like de- trying to determine in my head how relevant they actually are like one of the things that i wanted to note about this game is that it definitely feels like nintendo has sort of like i don't want to say opened their minds but like <laughs> 
because <laughs> that would be kind of like a drug reference, which this whole game sort of is. Uh, but they they definitely are like open to taking ideas that came from the community as opposed to developing everything in house. Like you can see a lot of the influence that trends that appeared in Mario Maker games had on the level design in wonder mm-hmm. uh and it, it's made things a lot more varied there are a lot of things in this game that i really hope make it into mario maker 3 if that <laughs> is a thing that comes out mm-hmm. uh and uh, specifically badges but we'll get back to those in a bit um but yeah i i think that the the flowers like the the wonder seed parts do a uh, a, a fantastic job of making each level have its own flavor to it. Um, and it's kind of like, that is like right in the middle of my favorite thing in the game. And like the one really negative thing I can say about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have a little bit of mixed feelings because I thought there were things that deserved more exploration, but at the same time, like that is what makes this game super Mario brothers wonder and not, new super mario brothers or some other game right yeah yeah it, it really felt like it, it, it's it, it felt really weird to me um because like it feels almost like an amalgamation of like a bunch like the last several mario games like uh like it, it had like the like parts where you like turn into enemies kind of like mario odyssey and it had parts where like I don't know, like the world map and the structure of the game felt a lot like 3D World, and like there was a lot of stuff that feels like it came from Mario Maker. So it, mm-hmm. it, in in the end, I think it to me like the the way it was the most different than what I expected was like I expected like based on the marketing for this game to be like more off the wall and weird, like <laughs> constantly, it, where it felt more just like a Mario game to mm-hmm. me than like I I kind of expected it to. Yeah, because like the in most levels, like those the wonder seed sections are not normally mandatory, mm-hmm. not usually super long, uh, and it, but really do feel like they absolutely like define the level. It's really weird because like playing this game mostly is playing a Mario game, mm-hmm. uh, but then for twenty percent of every level it's something completely different most of the time. Sometimes it's just playing Mario, but with a twist. But like, there were some of these that like, I were, I mean, I don't think any of the, the wonder seed things made me feel like this could be an entire game. Um, Mm -hmm. in the way that like, I guess captain toad did to people at Nintendo. Um, I'm not saying the captain toad game is bad. I haven't played it, (laughs) but, uh, that uh, it's just like, uh, maybe like the goo that could climb on the walls. You could probably build a game around that concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be carrying the game that we did for Halloween <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, like there's, it, there are just a lot of these like weird ideas that just sit around for one level. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I did think that it was, I thought it was the opposite. Basically when I saw it, I thought that it was going to be way less, than it was uh but that being said i think we kind of agree it falls sort of like in the their middle. important parts yeah but mm-hmm. in reality they aren't like the whole levels so yeah yeah like i i also don't mean it as like a bad thing but like it, it does mm-hmm. make it kind of hard to like 
wrap your mind around after having just played it like how like what you think of it <laughs> in comparison <laughs> to like other mario games yeah like this isn't a, a a game that you could recreate a level from in mario maker right or like in a rom hack like that's not like everything in the game is so unique uh to its level like within the game's context uh that it, it it really is just like everything has a little standout moment uh which is a way of designing like it's it's weird to put to for a mario game to be this like spectacle first mm-hmm. uh it's it's not something you normally see like but i don't know i think it worked uh i do want to talk about in relation to those things because i think it's it's a pretty good like hey andy how do the mechanics of the game work oh you like run and jump <laughs> Mario guys can you believe it uh but even without making big changes to the actual like gameplay which this is my favorite 2D Mario like move set I think like you have the best thing from New Super Mario Brothers which is the midair twirl mm-hmm. uh and also like wall ki- like free wall kicks and all of the rest of the normal Mario stuff, crouching and spin jumping and doing all that stuff. I will yeah. say no I died the first jump, time. Huh? I, no <laughs> trouble. You can equip a double jump. Yeah. It not in the turn. You can also equip one that lets you jump in midair, but there's like one, there's the timing. Right. Badge yeah. That lets you jump twice. Yeah, no, I, I no think triple jump was a good decision to not include it, but uh, it was always weird to play a Mario game where you can't do it. <laughs> for yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> i mean after having not played new super new soup new super mario brothers uh <laughs> you you could do it in that game uh but that's like but my only real exposure to that is like the first half of that game and uh the mario maker <laughs> levels so i'm right. i'm pretty unfamiliar with the triple jump mm-hmm. so <laughs> to drill down more onto the uh the the wonder seed parts of the the levels mm-hmm. i i think there are a few of them that i think warranted more exploration like the famous thing that i always hear but have never heard a source for <laughs> uh is that nintendo sort of pioneered the idea of like show somebody something easy and then make it a little bit more complex until the level's over, and then there's your level. Like, start with an idea, and then, like, teach it, and then make it harder. Uh, And I feel like the Wonder Seeds sometimes get this, but rarely get, like, a full exploration. Like, uh, there's a few of them. The the Rolling Rhinos, they have a name. I forget what they're... The Hop... Oh, it's the Hop... They're Hippos. The Hopopotamus or whatever. Uh The bouncy hippos uh, get like three levels or something uh, where they get included in. But there were things like, uh, like the Goomba, be a Goomba gets a level and then it gets the worst special level in the game (laughs) by a mile. Uh, (laughs) It's like the things that they chose to do with it were just like not to me, didn't really live up to the potential of the idea. Uh, Whereas then there are things like the, you're a tall Mario now, 
at you like real tall and you can crouch to shrink back down, which got like three. And I really feel like only had two things that it could do. Mm hmm. Yeah, like, I, I guess I don't disagree, but I, I feel like that's kind of the point of it, though. Like, that there's supposed to be these, like, little bursts of, like, creativity <laughs> that, like, just are here and then they're gone. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, like, they kind of drop you in uh, to these uh, Wonder Seed sections and don't really, like, teach you how they work, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, like they do with a normal level. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's supposed to kind of have like a frantic, like, like a frantic, like test of like reflexes almost like just react to the weird thing <laughs> that you don't know what it's going to be when yeah. you first jump in. Yeah. It's supposed to be it a has surprise. Like, yeah. Like wor- warrior wear energy. Yeah. And, like I said, I don't think I like I don't dislike it. I just think that there are some of I think if they reduced the number of them in total, because there were some that to me felt like kind of throwaway mm-hmm. things and replace them with just repeats of other ones, but in a more complex or just totally different sort of uh, scenario, which once again, they do do sometimes like I'm not saying this is completely absent. I just think that like maybe it could be tightened down a little bit. And this is me reaching for something <laughs> to say I didn't like about the level design in this game, because largely uh, I thought it was all incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is impressive that there is a, a Wonder Seed section in each level. Like, because at first when I started, like, I didn't know if they mm-hmm. did. And, like, you know, there was, like, a level where, like, I just missed it or whatever. So I was like, oh, just some levels have it and some levels don't. Um, but, yeah, you know, obviously uh, found out that they all do. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of it is very impressive that they it's basically like every level is two levels, like two <laughs> half levels put together. Almost. Yeah, I do want to know, like, uh, like first time playing through a level. <laughs> so the the game tracks essentially three statistics for every level: uh, number of wonder seeds, the number of ten coins, uh, which there are three in every level. The mm-hmm. wonder seeds can fluctuate, uh, and then whether or not you hit the top of the flagpole. Um, and I cared about them in about that order of importance. <laughs> I said, Wonder Seeds should be my number one thing. They're like a new gameplay experience uh, and are the game's like big collectible. And then the coins, I was like, coins are cool, uh, but I'm not going to fucking kill myself to get all of them. And then the flagpole, I was just like, whatever. I'm going to try <laughs> as hard as I normally do to get the top of the flagpole in a Mario level, which is I will try very hard, but if it looks inconvenient, I won't do it. Uh, I don't know and- if we've ever been this close in alignment to something like this, because <laughs> that's exactly how I would say my experience is. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I was just, there's a lot of levels. I gotta play through them all. I can't be going back and replaying because I missed a 10 coin. Mm -hmm. That would be ridiculous. Foreshadowing. Um, But then, so I want to know, it's like, when you're playing through the game for the first time, uh, because I have my experience, Mm -hmm. uh, what what is it, like, how frequently would you say that you got the Wonder Seed section? 
do you think that you hit like most of them most of the time or did did you find yourself missing several every once in a while uh i would say that i've probably got like 85 percent of them in the game or maybe 90 it's hard to tell i'm bad at mental math that's i mean that's like the range yeah (laughs) yeah um but uh yeah i'd say it's about that like i it, early on in the game yeah like i missed a couple in like the first area and i was not gonna go back um but uh after that like mo- yeah i'd say most levels i got i got uh both the seeds or all three if there were three of them you know yeah okay they could, that was sort of my experience as well i i wasn't sure because i know that when it comes to like especially like Nintendo games, right? Like games like this, where this is a release that I was excited to play. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to like bust out a bunch of content. It Like that's just sort of how I play. Uh, because when I was a child, that's how I play it. And it's transferred to me as an adult. <laughs> um, but I did find I, most of the collectibles were reasonably easy to find and get. Mm-hmm. Um, and this game apparently I'll bust my foreshadowing nut right now. <laughs> uh, I was going to go back after I finished the special world and got to the last, like what was, what is called the final challenge or something. Uh, after I finished that, I was going to go back and get all of the wonder seeds because I assumed that that is how you unlocked the last badge in the game. Mm. Uh, and I did, I went back and I got all of the Wonder Seeds that I was missing. And then there were a couple levels that I had missed. So I finished those. And then it was like, uh, I, and then I was like, okay, I don't have this. Maybe there are secret levels I'm missing or there's something else. So I Googled it. This is where I finally was just like, how do I do this thing? What it, what's the unlockable? Why can't I find it? And it was like, you had to get all of them, plus all of the coins, plus touch the top of all of the flagpoles. Uh. And that's what I was like, I don't have the time or <laughs> desire to do this. And so I ended up putting it down. Uh, and I'm a little sad about it. I wish that it was a little bit more attainable, but the, the thing that really bums me out is that the last level is behind that. Yeah. And like, I played 3D World up to the crazy final level and didn't let, and I should have known basically <laughs> that it was going to be do everything. Cause I think you kind of had to do everything in that game. Uh, but yeah, I was a little sad that I didn't get to like actually finish the game. Mm. Yeah. I, I did like, I got eight of the wonder seeds in the special world and did like the musical piranha plant level. And then flew up to the second level, and it was like, you need 16. I was like, well, I'm done with this game. <laughs> uh, Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, like, um, I, yeah, I did all, like, I, all the entrances that I found to the special world, I did all of those levels, except in Fluff Puff Peaks, it had the one where you had to, like, time the jumps from the disappearing platforms. And that was like the first special world level I found. And I was like, oh, God, Uh. (laughs) I found that level super hard. I don't know if that's just like a personal thing, but uh, that was like the hardest one I found. It was the first one. So it put me off of engaging with the special world until the very end. But yeah, I did not put forth as much effort to get to the to the end game. Okay, I mean, that's fair. Uh, That one, I think, was... 
I may be, I'm like very tilted mm-hmm. about one of the levels, so I'm not going to be perfectly unbiased, but I think potentially that one is the hardest one and is the, is the second. I did, I found the first one, the one, the first world, the one, the second one, the, uh, one that is literally just an entrance in the pedal aisles. Right. And then the, uh, I think the sixth one, the one in Magma Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the ones that I found naturally. The one in the desert is just at the top of the pyramid. Uh, Right. That one was pretty easy to find, too. Well, you had to get a a secret exit that I didn't know about. Uh, Yeah, I I missed a secret exit in that one uh, and didn't, didn't find it until after I beat the game. But yeah, so my first time through, I had done four of the levels, and definitely it was the hardest of those four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a spe- I think that the Goomba level deserves a special place <laughs> in hell, just for being so fucking slow. Oh yeah, uh, that it made me want to pull my hair out. Like, because it's <laughs> at least they give you a badge that lets you dash faster. <laughs> they oh god, I love that badge. So I don't think it works on the Goomba. I think it does. I equipped I it, and try maybe it. it was a placebo effect, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it made you go faster. I had like I, I went through like a series of like badge decisions. We should, but you know what? We'll talk about that in a second when we talk about badges because it is a big topic that I want to get into. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the for me it was just like the the Goomba level was too. It was the difficulty came from it being awkward. Mm. And when I died in it and had to do the level again where the Goomba slowly waddles around, <laughs> I was just like, I just want this to be over. The level's not super hard, but it caused me to rush because I was frustrated with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that uh, one was that bad personally, but it definitely oh no. it feels tailor made to annoy you. Yeah. I guarantee you, like a hundred percent of all people who have played the game will not think that that was a hard one and it's just me being annoyed by it uh but yeah i i do remember the <laughs> the disappearing platform was one to be really difficult because i uh i took a a, <laughs> a clip of it i don't want to make posting a side clip a thing that we do every episode I mean, we have a youtube channel so you know why not that's true youtube.com slash a bunch of numbers. Uh, somebody <laughs> else beat us to the punch on that URL. Uh, but uh, <laughs> where I had made it all the way to the end, and then on the last jump, I just like hit a wall and fell straight down. <laughs> and I was like, great, good job. Because uh, that one took me a few tries yeah. as well. I had a hard time getting past like the first three <laughs> jumps. <laughs> uh for some one reason, of the... I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. So you did not do... Did you do the middle... Uh... Yeah, yeah, the piranha plant one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, the... like, the last thing I did. Gotcha. I thought that the piranha plant one was harder than the last, like, the final Oh, really? See, one. I thought that yeah. level was actually pretty easy. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. It was less bad than the jumping between walls or the Goomba one. <laughs> yeah, was yeah. For me. I actually I got to it and thought it had been easier than all the levels I did to get to it. <laughs> uh, well, the final final challenge is even easier than that. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't. It was not too bad. The very first part of it is kind of tough, uh, but 
then like it's kind of a cakewalk from that that point on. Like I think I died mostly in that level just trying to get ten coins. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it was a it was a weird time. Uh, I would say. Um, but yeah, that was it. That uh, that was basically my my thing. Was I was disappointed that there was so there would be too much of a time investment for me to actually uh get to like the final challenge level that i wasn't able to play it yeah no that's fair i i think nintendo like that's been their like style for the past like decade or so now where like most of the game will be like pretty easy and then (laughs) it'll have some hard stuff at the end sometimes hidden behind stupid requirements like that uh it i i think like reevaluating that approach would be a good idea because i mean like, they had uh like the yoshis and nabbit in this game are basically like easy mode for people uh for like younger kids or whoever mm. uh just wants to get through the game uh so like i think they could afford to like rearrange uh <laughs> some of the or like redisperse some of the challenge of the content or like you know for like a more uh even like difficulty curve yeah this game was overall i'm thinking about it i think (laughs) this is the easiest mario game it might be like in terms of just like as a especially in a 2d it's harder than 3d land it is probably harder than 3D Land, but 3D Land's extra hard last level is much harder than this <laughs> game's. Uh, well, I don't know about the actual last level, but mm-hmm. uh, is it is much harder than um, anything that I played in this game. Uh, but I, I think I would agree, generally speaking, that this game was... A, I don't know. It's there were like some a- levels in 3D Land that I thought were kind of hard. <laughs> I remember that game being like baby easy, but <laughs> it's been a long time. So, um, yeah. but yeah, like I, I thought, I thought like the last, like the, the mushroom mines and like the, the magma caverns or whatever. I don't uh-huh. remember the names of the levels or the worlds, but, um, it's probably some at least close <laughs> to that. Yeah. I, I thought those were like a satisfying level of challenge, but like they weren't really hard. Right. Yeah. I never like, I remember uh, the, like, there was a, a, a an NPC in the mines level that was like, oh, I found this one up. Take it. I'm sure it will help. And it, it, they were like, here you go. And it was my 67th life. And I was like, man, if I lose 66 lives from now till the end of the game then I will say, yes, that did help out. I don't know why I was being so mean to this random NPC. <laughs> <laughs> what are those uh, but, pop- Poplins? Is that what Yeah, the called? Poplins. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about the Poplins. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll talk about the Poplins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, uh, it, it's just generally speaking, it was an easier game, uh, which... I don't know. It's like I enjoy an easy game every once in a while because mm. you just get to sit down and kind of like do it. But I, I do feel like, especially with platformers, like we've all sort of it, it, this game is trying to appeal to all audiences. And obviously, like you said, Yoshi's and Nabbit's exist for this purpose. Yeah. Oh, my. 
<laughs> oh my. Uh <laughs> but the like I don't know it, it in a platformer a lot of the enjoyment you get from it or at least me is overcoming a challenge because the controls are very fluid and uh easy to do I think I might be saying the exact same thing that I said on the anodyne episode uh-huh. uh <laughs> I'm having like deja vu about this the controls are easy to get a handle on and it's like mastery is the thing that's interesting about it and this game doesn't really give you a ton of of option for that yeah and then like the special world is like mostly levels built around the wonder seed abilities so you don't get yeah. to like test your your platforming prowess as much yeah that's the other big downside i think with the wonder seeds is like they're very cool mid-level because most of the level you're still playing Mario. But when you go to the challenge levels and it's like every one of the levels in the game that is supposed to be difficult is entirely based around not platforming or mm-hmm. platforming in a really specific way. Like, uh, it's, I don't know, I guess it's just like makes you feel like, oh, it'd be cool if if I could just do some cool platforming that feels fun and smooth. Uh huh. Yeah. Like I found like, I feel like I agree with that sitting here talking about it right now. Yeah. But like while I was playing, I almost kind of wanted the opposite where I was like, <laughs> when I got to those levels, I was like, I kind of, this is kind of what I thought the whole game would be. Mm. It was like the whole level is some weird bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the um, the initial, like the reveal trailer really, like, I feel like set up my expectations. It was just like, whoa, Mario's an elephant and the, the <laughs> war pipe is an inchworm. And uh. whoa, like, <laughs> it just, it really seemed like it was like, you think you know Mario? Fuck you. <laughs> Mario <laughs> Brothers Wonder. <laughs> uh yeah i mean you aren't wrong that is what the what the trailer (laughs) focused on almost entirely like within two seconds of the trailer starting mario was already an elephant and was talking to plants so we're uh, we're like in a uh a strong sort of like weird emphasized trailer for the game but yeah i don't know i guess that just wasn't my impression going in uh but i i don't know i am glad of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) no yeah i i i I agree uh yeah in in uh when i actually sit down and rationally think about it (laughs) uh the yeah it would be nice if in the special world the challenge was built at least a little bit more around platforming (laughs) yeah But then the other, like, it's so, the difficulty options in this game are so strange, uh, because the levels themselves are not, in my opinion, and obviously this is uh, the opinion of somebody who is 30, and, I mean, who is canonically 19, and has been playing Mm -hmm. platformers since, you know, I was like six years old or whatever. Like I was a very small child when I started playing platform games and I've been playing them for my entire life. But I, I don't feel like holistically the, the levels are difficult enough to require much in the terms of like difficulty management and having the Nabbits and the Yoshis are, 
obviously great for people who are extremely unfamiliar with platformers, uh, physically incapable of playing platformers at a high level, or are small children, like mm-hmm. just a, a child who needs to uh, needs an assistance to get through the game. All of that is fine in there. But then you also have the badges, which have like a level of granularity to how they change the difficulty. Uh, and I was so conflicted about these badges at times because I think some of them are like so extremely cool and things that I desperately want to see in a maker game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I love the uh, jump upward on a wall before doing a kick move mega man x style yeah (laughs) the mega man wall wall jumping yeah the uh uh the like boost in midair is something that we kind of already had in terms of like with the propeller helmet Mm -hmm. uh the uh the grappling (laughs) the fucking grappling vine oh it's so good uh, and I love that, and I wanted to see things because like each badge has like two levels that are built around them mm-hmm. in the form of the badge challenges, and I would have loved to have seen levels that were focused exclusively on using those as your main mode of 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 like moving around. Yeah, yeah, it it would have been like a like an approach they could have taken would have been like to only have like six or so and then like build the levels more around the badges yeah but they already had the wonder flowers so (laughs) maybe they're 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 hands in a few too many jars i guess to to do that but then they had a there's like a whole other subset of badges that i think are just difficulty modulation badges essentially like the i mean obviously like the sonar or whatever the, the, the radar sensor fly, badge is there for people like me who were like, now I have to get everything in the game so that I can complete it. I'm assuming you never put this badge on a couple times. Okay. It, I know it does. It, it triggers around already collected 10 coins, which mm-hmm. made me want to <laughs> jump off a building. Uh, yeah, uh because, it's not helpful. <laughs> yeah, like for me, I, I used it in like one of those find all the medals levels. I I couldn't fucking find the last one. Uh, oh, I didn't even know they worked in those. Yeah, um, and like they, they also will clue you into like if there's a secret exit to a level. So I use it a couple of times to find stuff like that. Okay, yeah, and not I for purple a... coins or anything like that. Right. I had assumed that you would never put it on because you just wouldn't have cared about getting the secret extra thing. No. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't care overall, but like situationally. Situational caring. That's Yeah, fair, situational yeah. caring. Yeah. I, generally speaking, didn't really like the search party levels yeah. uh, and would have equipped them had I thought about it for even a second. So. Yeah. Like I think it's the last one, uh, like in the like the magma area. Uh, mm. it, it had like one, like you had to like dig across the platform like into the wall, and I yeah. did not at all peg that like you could di- like go into the wall there. Yeah. So I was just running around like, where the fuck is this last one? <laughs> uh, we talk about power ups, but I do think that the drill is. 
woefully untutorialized. I think that they, when I, it took me a very long time to like grasp all the things that the drill could do. And it's really not even that many things, but there's just like weird quirks about it. And like looking for seams in a wall was not something that I was prepared to do. <laughs> like I, I picked up on like the ones that had like the purple, like, you know, like turned up dirt, but like uh-huh. the wall in that level didn't have that. <laughs> no. So like you really couldn't see the seam, but yeah, I feel like the, I agree. Like the drill power up is like unintuitive in a way like it is hard to like grasp all the things that you can do with it like i i, I knew that you could like hit stuff like if it fell on your head it would die because you have the mm-hmm. drill on your head but like i didn't really internalize that and like didn't like use it to my advantage you know like stuff like that yeah uh yeah and it one well, it's it's even kind of difficult to use it to your advantage similar to the bad like the early badges that we were talking about like the levels with the, only a few exceptions aren't really designed with it or they kind of can't be designed with it in mind because they can't there's no way for them to force you to always have it right uh, if you take a hit you take a hit that's that's just a thing uh so yeah i i, I agree it's like it feels like there are a few levels that really make the most of the power-ups and the badges, and then some that just, like, you could have that drill suit on the entire time and it would not make one fucking difference. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the the rest of the badges in that category, though, were, like, the exclamation point badge, which I thought was very cool. Uh, at first, I was using it all the time because I was like, is there stuff I can't get if I don't have this badge? And it turns out, no. Uh, it just like one... makes stuff. What does that one do? do? It like puts exclamation point mm. blocks in okay. places around levels. So like, uh, it a lot of the time it'll be like if there is a hidden block, it'll put like two exclamation point blocks around it okay. so that it highlights where it is. Uh, or like it'll block off one enemy, and so it slightly lessens the challenge of levels. Uh. But I ended up, obviously, I stopped using that pretty quickly when I realized that it wasn't necessary for stuff, like, getting things. Uh, And then there's the other set of badges, which are make the game borderline impossible (laughs) to play badges. (laughs) And it's really amusing that there's, like, cool moves make the game easier in different levels of granularity. And then the nightmare challenge badges where like, I want to see some guy on YouTube play through the entire game with the spring foot (laughs) badge so that he can never stop jumping. But like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) That's not what I'm here for. Was it like the Uh, jet foot badge that makes you run like super fast? (laughs) Yep. That one's great. It would be really hard to play through the whole game with it though. (laughs) Oh yeah! Like sometimes yeah. you start out a level with it on, and you just run and jump into a hole immediately because oh. you just go so fast. I would do that in the levels that it was designed for. Yeah, like I would just like run and jump way too early and just fall right in a pit within like three seconds of starting the level. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, th- those are just fucking crazy, and they're things that I enjoy. I like that they're in the game. I like that there are challenge levels built around it, but it's like. Why are my two options normal and literally unplayable? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> why is there not just like a challenge mode or not even a mode but just like play the game regularly like playing it with no badge or what i ended up using was the coined magnet badge mm. uh is just like yeah. to me is like that's the experience of mario wonder yeah i i really favored the spin jump boost uh that was my favorite and was hard to to not use <laughs> Yeah, I like having the twirl. Uh, any of the one, like the cat I mean, that's parachute. That's what I mean. Yeah, the twirl. Like, oh no! Bounce. Yeah, the one that does. I, like having the one that makes you go up when you hit R. Yeah, yeah. It's like the uh, Dixie Kong badge. Yeah, it's like the Dixie Kong <laughs> badge. Uh, like I, I didn't want to use it or the the parachute one or any of the other mm. ones that take away your R button because I mean the twirl, like the soup new soup twirl, right? Like the regular like, one. Yeah, like I'm very like that's hard coded in my yeah. brain to use, yeah. and it fucked me up all the time. <laughs> I'm the same way. Uh, like I, I could not use the parachute one because it took away the twirl. But for me, mm-hmm. like the the boosted twirl just felt like twirl plus. Like, yeah, twirl yeah. but better. <laughs> yeah. So and then I had it on when I was doing the uh, the final challenge level. Uh, and they replace the ceiling in that level with just a death plane. Like it's just mm. goop on the ceiling that kills you if you touch it. And I just forgot what badge I had on and just like within 10 seconds of the level starting, just jumped, twirled, went straight up into it and died. It was like, <laughs> oh, oopsie. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it. It's just like, I can't imagine using the R button for something else. I don't know why. Uh... I feel like there were several threads, mm-hmm. but like the end of a Christmas scarf, we're going to leave them dangling uh, <laughs> and we'll sew them back up after, after the, the break. break. Welcome back. Uh, there's so many things left to talk about, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a question. This is only tangentially related to anything that we've already talked about. All right. So the perfect thing to start the uh, the second half with. Uh, what character did you choose to play as? Uh, so I started out playing as Mario for like the first plateau area. Uh, and then I played as Daisy for a little bit, uh, just cause, and then I played through the most of the game as Luigi as I do, uh, cause green is my favorite color. That's fair. Uh, uh and then I played Peach for the special world cause I hadn't played her yet. Fair enough. Uh, well, I... Here are my two things I will say. Mm-hmm. I only played as one character for the entire game. Uh-huh. And I tried to pick the character that I felt like the least people would choose. Did you pick what Yellow Toad? You... It was Yellow Toad, <laughs> who saved the Flower Kingdom all by himself. Nice. Uh, it was. I kept thinking about changing characters, but then I was like, I became very invested in the mythos of the Yellow Toad. <laughs> which, as far as I know, is not a toad. That like shows up ever. I think the last couple 
of well no it's the blue toad that was yeah normally it's blue toad yeah like red toad is toad with a capital t right and then uh, that you have toadette Mm -hmm. which is the pink toad and then uh blue toad is sort of like the stand-in male toad though i think they've confirmed at some point that toads are asexual Mm -hmm. uh or that's not really the word they don't, I mean, they probably also are ace, but <laughs> they they don't have a sex. They're just right. toad. Uh, so it gets very confusing in, in that way. Uh, so yeah, yellow toad to me just seemed like totally out of left field. <laughs> totally. Uh, totally. Yeah, uh, dude, I feel like when I was a kid, back in my day, Back in my like, day. I always feel like I thought of toad as his own character, like capital mm-hmm. T toad, as you mentioned. I feel like they've really quashed that in recent oh, yeah. years. Like I feel like it's always like it's uh, it's just toads. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of them, and there isn't like one specific main toad. <laughs> right, uh, and like I mean, you have the Mario movie where like there is a main toad. Yeah, that's played by Keegan Michael Key for some <laughs> reason, uh, and so like that was like the first. I was like, oh hey, look, it's like toad but even in that in the movie they still played him up yeah we saw the mario movie don't fucking (laughs) at me uh they played him off as just sort of like a guy like one member of a billion toads whereas like in the mario brothers super show toad was like specifically toad Mm -hmm. i always imagined the toad in like mario kart to be one guy yeah i feel like he always was the same toad until I don't know. The most recent one, you can just be any color toad in yeah. Mario Kart 8. So I feel like he used to be kind of his own character and then stopped being. <laughs> they should take, they should make a character that is the toad from Mario Kart. <laughs> that's a specific red toad. And like, maybe he like wears a jacket or something like a, one I of think, those racing jackets. I think he might actually be Captain Toad. Uh, like, but Captain Toad's brown, though. True, but he's got the red, like, the regular, like, red toad, like, mushroom cap. No, I think he has, like, a brown cap. Like, he's unique in himself. I'm pretty sure he's just got the red one. But I'm not, right. I won't, like, bet money on it. Uh, I'm looking up Captain Toad right now. Fuck. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of, is it Toadsworth? Is that a guy? Yeah, Toads, I'm thinking of yeah, Toadsworth. Toadsworth has the big mustache. Yep, yep, yeah, and his is brown. I'm th- I was thinking of Toadsworth yeah. the whole time. So yeah, I, that's my theory, is that old <laughs> capital T Toad became Captain Toad. Uh, it's kind of like a Donkey Kong Jr. is now Donkey Kong kind of situation. Yeah. Thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Game Theory. <laughs> uh... Well, yeah, now that we've definitively proved that theory. Um. Uh, yeah, well, uh, since we were talking about what characters you played, uh, I assume you didn't play with any of the online features? No, did not even touch them one yeah. time. I did while I was recapturing footage, just because that was a thing that made me think about it. Mm. So, uh, I, don't, I, I mean, I'm not one to usually care for such things, and this was no different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it. I don't know. It feels like you can see the ghosts of other people like playing, and then they can save you if you die. 
Ah. So like, you can actually like see other people playing the level with you in real time, which is kind of cool. Uh, it's another comparison to like to Mario Brothers like ninety nine. Like maybe they oh, took yeah, some yeah. influence from that. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, and you can set up a specific room to play with your friends online, uh, which I could see myself doing. Um, right. But uh, I don't know. It was it. You can put they they have those little uh I forget what they're the called standees. standees yeah and like you can drop those next to like a hard section of the level and people can use those to revive if they float their little ghosts back to it and they hit it ah. it brings them back uh so yeah I don't know I thought it was kind of cool that it was in there but not something that like I personally seek out yeah I just fully did not know about any of that at all i probably would have given a few tries to it prior to coming in here but when i saw the online feature i assumed that it was for playing with friends specifically and so i never touched it because i was like i'm playing at two in the morning yeah (laughs) none of my friends are online right now (laughs) yeah you also get like heart points if you do certain things like if you help people and if you finish the level at the same time as them you get like uh yeah so that's kind of fun. Yellow Toad was heartless for the whole game. <laughs> I remember seeing that meter and not knowing what it was. Yeah, that's <laughs> or the, that counter. That's the, yeah, the the online. Crazy. I should. I, I'll jump online at some point in the future. Maybe when I'm going to actually collect all the flagpoles and shit. Right. That would make uh, it more fun to do. Agreed. Yeah. Because uh, there'd be a little bit of interaction going on. Mm-hmm. Were you at all disappointed that the the different characters didn't have like Mario two different play styles at all? Not really, because um, I feel like for me anyway, uh, that pushes me towards just playing one character. Mm. Uh, where it's if they're all the same, it, it encourages me to switch it up. I guess I don't know. I, because I know, like, 3D World had those differences. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't find them, like, particularly, like, I don't know, like, they don't really do anything for me. Personally. It makes, yeah, it, it makes, it, it would necessitate the level design to be a little bit more mushy. Yeah. Because, like, something that Mario struggles to do is easy for Luigi and vice versa, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. Um, so I do kind of, I support the idea. I'm the exact opposite though. If the characters are different, I'm going to want to try all of them and play around with them a bit. Whereas if they're all the same, I don't care. And we'll just play mm. yellow toad for the whole game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's because the last, like, like 3d world is not a 2d Mario game. No. But, like, it's pretty close to a 2D Mario game, at least in comparison to, like, the actual, like, 3D collect-a-thon games. Yeah, yeah. It's leaning harder towards the 2D side than the 3D side. Right. Despite being called 3D World. Uh, <laughs> correct, yeah. Uh, and so I, I did have, like, a a moment of being like, oh, it would have been cool, like, if they brought that thing back. And actually gave some thought into, like, what my character would be. And then it, like, came up with a thing. It's just like, these characters are the same. These ones are easier. They're the easy characters. Yeah. Which kind of bums me out, because I would have played as a Yoshi if it wasn't 
a, a baby character. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. Like the badges, though, like I feel like you'd have to like either do one or the other, like characters that have like different skills or you have like a baseline that you put the badges on top of. Right. I think that's fair. I I don't I don't think it was a bad idea, Uh, but it was to me. It just seemed like a wild decision to have so many playable characters uh yeah I was when surprised. i first saw it yeah yeah all the yoshis there like i'm surprised that they are like baby mode <laughs> okay so it's weird that like like it feels like 50 percent of the characters <laughs> might as well just be grayed out <laughs> yeah <laughs> like do you want to enable these mm-hmm. uh, i do i want to say i do really like uh, we kind of already talked about this but like i do really like the way that the assist mode is chosen by character i mean this goes all the way back to fucking to to funky mode uh uh, where the character is how you decide like what what your like difficulty is but i do like that this game can just have a million fucking characters in it and some of them are easy and some of them are not uh and it's fine like it's just whatever. <laughs> like you're not gonna in looking at a screenshot of the game, you're not gonna be like, look at this guy with his with his fucking diapers on. <laughs> you're just gonna see like fun Mario characters. Yeah, it's definitely a better solution than the uh like the golden tanuki leaf or whatever that shows up if you die a bunch of times and it's like, Hey, <laughs> idiot <laughs> You suck. Because it's like a choice that you make. Yeah. It's not just a box that shows up to patronize you. (laughs) Uh, But I do, I am a noted hater of the Tanuki Leaf. Right. Uh, So I guess we uh, (laughs) talked a little bit about power-ups, but like, what do you think of the new ones? Uh, I have yet to run into a Mario power-up I don't like. I think they they have a way of elegantly designing these things. Uh, and I think they're all very cool. Actually, I mentioned the Cloud Mario power-up in the last half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I think that one's, like, one of my least favorites, because it always felt really awkward to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think in this game, all of them are pretty great. I, I agreed that we talked a, a bit about how the the drill power up feels like they throws a lot at you without really training you on it. Um, but with the exception of like that minor hiccup, I think once I got used to all of them, I thought they were all really cool. Yeah. You know, I liked them all as well. Um, like I, I thought the bubble power up ended up being way better than I thought it was at first. Like I didn't use it a ton until like the second half of the game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that one was pretty great. Uh, I like how it spits out two bubbles if you spin. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought the elephant power up was a weird one because like it's like the one that they revealed in the trailer. I feel like it's kind of like the like mascot one for the game. It's that yeah. one where Mario turns into an elephant. <laughs> uh, it, it felt like it, it was probably like the worst of the new ones to me. <laughs> uh like i don't know it just felt like it didn't distinguish itself enough for being like the thing that they advertised for the game like i guess it interacts with the flowers by spraying water on them but like that's the only thing that really like ties it in to like the identity of the game i guess 
in my yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> I will say that the water ability of it is feels kind of undercooked to me. Like I feel like there's probably more they could have done with that, but because mm-hmm. it made me feel like whenever I had it, if I found water and actually got to use the water part of it, that it had to be there, like, for some reason. And so I would have to, like, keep the run button held down because I didn't want to accidentally waste the water. So I'd be, like, running around with a trunk full of water looking for something to do with it and then not really finding anything relevant. Um, which, which obviously is fine. Uh, that's just me being weirdly neurotic about it. Uh, the, the elephant power-up is the least... It, is, I, it was the one I was the most whelmed by, where I got it and thought, this is just okay. Yeah. Uh, it makes you really, really, really big, which makes it, which means it's a very fragile power-up. Yeah. It's easier to get hit. Uh, yeah. But so it, it like, is, yeah. It has some benefits, too, though. Like, you can, like, I know, like, one thing they pointed out, like, I went back and, like, watched, like, a trailer uh, that I had not seen. And, like, you can, like, run across larger gaps. Like, usually if there's, like, one a one-block gap, like, if you run, you can just like run across them. You can go across two block-wide gaps if you're the elephant. <laughs> so, oh, like, wow. it does affect, like, your hitbox in positive ways as well. That's true. And you do push boxes faster, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I uh, thought it was really funny, though, like, when you do, like, the classic, like, run and, and like, jump. Like the like uh-huh. Mario would do in like the Tanuki suit, like as the elephant is just like very funny to me. Oh yeah, it's extremely good. I also love the just like the design of the toad elephant is really funny mm. as well. Uh, and sort yeah. sort of like calls back to like the Indian uh, like art artistic interpretation of an elephant as well because yeah. of its like costume and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I also like yeah, Elephant Daisy and Elephant Peach are also pretty funny. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've not seen them as far as I know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I will say that the trunk attack, like its regular, like, attack move, is very strong for yeah, what it's yeah. worth. Any any power-ups that give you an attack are good, which is why the yeah. Fire Flower is a mainstay. Yeah, the like, Fire Flower is too classic to yeah, be removed. I don't know if it's, like, would lead to any interesting conversation, but, like... Can you imagine a Mario game without the Fire Flower? <laughs> like, I feel like it—that's the Mario power up. Like, I feel it's been in every single game, <laughs> and it's I'm really trying hard to, to think imagine of one. one yeah, it. yeah. Did the did Mario Land have the Fire Flower? Was it replaced with the Super Ball, or are they the same? thing I, I don't know i never played mario land one yeah uh, well, well mario well, land next two time on no clip pocket <laughs> yeah mario land 2 did have it though yeah mario land I, 2, and he had like a weird feather in his cap yep it's a weird choice they couldn't uh signify that you had it with color so they had to give you another visual indicator right uh that that is true also i didn't think about it <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, and also that is a strength, I think, of the elephant power-up is just, artistically speaking, it just looks very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the animation of it crawling and, like, doing crouch jumps, like, yeah. on all fours. 
uh, when you ever you try to go good. down into a pipe. Uh, well, that animation's good in and of itself, but like I like it when you try to go into a pipe and it isn't one that you can go down, and he just like smushed against the pipe. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I love that they included things like that. Like the the further we get in time Mm -hmm. and technology improves the more that a 2d ass mario game that hasn't really changed mechanically that much since 1987 is going to have so many little details that it's going to be completely visually indecipherable (laughs) uh and it's it's crazy uh yeah i like just the touch that going through the warp pipes oh i don't know if you would have seen this because you played as toad but when Mario oh, and Luigi yeah. go into the pipes, their hat stays behind them, and then their hand comes out and grabs it and pulls it in. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, uh, speed run real fast. Uh, the, we talked about the drill power up, talked about the elephant power up. Uh, the bubble power up, you can jump on the bubbles. Yes, that's you can also use insane. it for platforming. Yeah, that's, yeah that, oof. that multi-purpose design, that's how you know it's good. Yeah, it's extremely cool, and it actually means that if you have access to that power-up, you could design a level where you're you're intended to have, like, the grappling vine or some other, like, traversal badge, and you could use those instead. Yep, that's some Mario Maker shit right there. Yeah, this game has made me very excited for Mario <laughs> Maker 3, a game that we don't know is even being made at all. Yeah, uh, it'll probably most likely, happen eventually. I imagine at the next console release mm-hmm. is when that'll come out. Um, uh, but while we were yeah. talking about animations, uh, you just want to talk about the visuals, uh, the aesthetics of the game. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, yeah, like I, I, it's one thing I noticed in that initial reveal trailer is that it has kind of like a, there's like a very like on the base level like the like the style that everything is like rendered in has kind of like a like a texture to it that I can't really put my finger on. Like it, it almost looks a little painterly. It almost looks a little bit like tactile, like it was kind of like molded out of clay or something. Mm-hmm. But like it has it's like this really nice art direction to it. Um on top of all the other stuff. Like the <laughs> I like like the color palettes are really nice. They incorporate lots of like pinks and blues and purples and stuff. So yeah, it 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 looks great yeah it's an extremely vibrant game and one that gives big like toy box vibes if that means anything yeah but like not in the way that like 3d world does where everything like looks like toys (laughs) you know fair point true because this is like the idea behind this game is sort of like a psychedelic sort of thing Mm -hmm. uh which is sort of like the the colors are in this game like take more of a the the point of them is to be varied and multicolored and all over the place. Mm-hmm. So there are more rainbows in this game than in most Mario games that don't feature Rainbow Road, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like just just stuff like that. It is a very bright game, uh, but not like. It doesn't feel messy. That's the thing that I was most surprised about. Mm. Like, it seemed like it would be visually very cluttered or homogenized, like just a haze of color. 
but it, they actually keep it very like this is a, I talked literally like two weeks ago about how my fucking bad eyesight made Tunic kind of hard to look at, even though I think the game looks fucking beautiful mm-hmm. and its art direction is incredible. Uh, this game looks incredible, has all of these bright, vibrant colors, but I was able to pick apart every little detail. I never had an issue with this game in terms of seeing what was foreground and background uh, and hitting hitting things like that. Like, it is... There is some merit, at least to big triple a game development and sometimes it's that they just it just pops and this game does yeah i mean i feel like nintendo like especially with mario like accomplish that by like everything is like very like uh always you can almost think about it like mario maker like the stuff you can walk on is like very clearly like like a blocky platform kind of thing <laughs> Um, so yeah, it is, it's always really easy to like, keep it straight. Like, I think what the, the thing, at least for me, um, so your mileage may vary cause my eyes are not, uh, <laughs> as bad, but, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. they're not shriveled grapes in yeah. your skull. Um, but, um, it's like stuff like, like foliage and like particle effects, like, you know, and like this game doesn't really have that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, you know, it's like nice background art, but there isn't like shit in the foreground and like a bunch of like, you know, sparkles and, you know, all kinds. Of, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that gets in the way visually, I think. Yeah. And also like, <laughs> unless it is intended, right? Like, yeah. The, one of the things that this game, one of the other places that this game draws some inspiration from, uh, a.k.a. Steel's. Uh, is from <laughs> from the Donkey Kong Country Returns mm. games. This in this game, you can go into the background and foreground in certain spots, um, and also Twilight levels where you're in silhouette, which is uh, another thing that was in one of those games as well. So mm. you can see they they do try and play with the visuals. So even I, there's even like kind of a, a a bit of a troll in one of the levels. Uh, I forget which one exactly, where there's like a pipe that's in the foreground that looks like a wall. Mm. But like, if you just run by it, you can just go right past it. Like it, it is, it, it's used in a way that's just sort of like, uh, it, it, it is there to obscure, but like you can tell, like it looks different than the other pipes. So is that the level where like, there's a secret exit to it and like that pipe, clues you into the fact that you can like take a pipe into the foreground yeah Yeah, then run past the goal yeah yeah i remember that yeah it's crazy shit yeah i liked it a lot clever stuff yeah one of the aesthetic decisions they made that i didn't like was (laughs) that every time you jump it sounds like someone in a cartoon pulling a hair out with tweezers (laughs) Uh, I can't say that I noticed. <laughs> what? No. I feel like There's it just no sounded. You didn't notice. I feel like it just sounded the way Mario always sounds when he jumps. Nah, dude. Mario has like a 
it's like a boing sound, right? But it's like been bit crunched because it was on the NES, mm-hmm. and they've just sort of evolved that boing sound yeah. for years and years. This is distinctly higher pitched. Mm-hmm. I think it is just like uh, the highest note on a violin <laughs> being plucked. Uh, see, uh, I, I feel like it sounded exactly that way for the last like several Mario games. I I want the detectives on this one. <laughs> I'm the detective in this case. I'm going to play Detective uh, Pikachu on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna get detective. I'll get Danny DeVito to voice Detective Pikachu in uh, the No Clip podcast universe, and he's going to pull <laughs> a clip of Mario jumping from an old game, and then Mario jumping in Mario Wonder, mm-hmm. and you decide. Epic rap battles of history. Making a lot of references to old <laughs> internet garbage today. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, otherwise, though, I really like the sound design in this game. I think everything has, like, a very lively and appropriate sound effect. Like, they obviously went more cartoony in this one than they have in the past, and I think it works really well with the rest of the aesthetic. Uh but that jump sound is the only thing that really springs <laughs> to mind. It's like a specific thing I wanted to call out. Um, yeah, what do you think of the flowers? The uh, poplins? No, like the actual, it's like the little flowers in the level that will like say things to you. Uh, I did have a question that I should have just looked up and didn't. Mm-hmm. Are they tip from Ring Fit Adventure? Oh, the voice? Yeah. They've that was totally possible. I can't say that I pegged that, but uh, I mean, I'll let you know in a minute. But okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you have thoughts on the flowers? Because I generally they have that problem for me mm-hmm. that certain like when you have to repeat a cutscene in a mm. video game has. Where if you're on like a hard level, it gets very patronizing mm-hmm. to hear the flower be like, I believe in you. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> like, I've been at this for a while. But this game is so rarely hard that it's not like it comes up very often. Yeah, I, I, I bring it up because like I watch a couple of reviews as I do before uh, we do the episodes. And like I, I, I feel like people like either complained about them or said that they were like that was like something when they saw the trailer like they were worried about in the game like they were gonna be like fucking navi or something and like give hints to everything uh Mm. and i was just like i i actually really liked them (laughs) uh i i agree like it's annoying if there's a level like you're stuck on or something and you have to hear the same quip a million times but i think like for the most part uh I think they're like a really like perfect way to add a little bit of voice acting and to add like just some more personality into a Mario game. Uh, And I felt like they were like cute enough and like some of them were kind of clever and some of them were actually funny. Like, I don't know. I I think it really landed for me, Uh, but I I don't know. I might be in the minority. (laughs) No, I, like I said, I don't, I don't dislike them. I think they're actually very, There were actually some of them that made me laugh when I read their text bubbles. Mm -hmm. That's pretty rare. 
by itself. And I agree. I think that like having a little bit, this game is supposed to be a little bit more, uh, not necessarily like off putting, but like, it's supposed to push more boundaries of how Mario games are than other games in the franchise. So I think having them in there is like, it's a little bit weird. And I liked that they included them. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't like them, there is an option to make them not talk. Yeah. Which uh, is weird, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, you mentioned the Poplins, um, which are basically just toads, but instead of mushrooms, they're flowers. Um, and I, it's just something I thought that was like kind of fun. It's like it's a very simple idea, but I like that like this is the flower kingdom. Uh, which is like you know close to the mushroom kingdom, and it has um, you know it's all themed around flowers instead of mushrooms. I just I, I I thought that worked like surprisingly well. Like I'm surprised we don't see that sort of thing more often in Mario games, where like you go to like a different kingdom, uh, and you can see how it like fits in to like the established kind of like Mario aesthetics and like you know world. Uh, and it's, you can introduce more enemies and, you know, just theme things a little differently. I, I thought that was, like, fun. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this is, like, what I talked about with Mario Sunshine as, right, like, it, it is, I like that it is a different place that has its own thing and that it's all sort of consistent within that. It's still a Mario game, so we still have the fire world and the poison world and whatever. But, like, I think, generally speaking, it did a great job of, of, at least setting it your expectations to be in a different place. Yeah. Uh, and I do like the Poplins, generally speaking, though they are not as good as Piantas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing is. Uh, that's true. It is literally impossible to be better than a than a Pianta. <laughs> I, I did think that when they showed up and they were like, oh, these are the Poplins, I was like, I guess the only other name they could have chosen was Tasticles. <laughs> uh. Take advantage of the money-saving 12-pack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, we'll call them Poplins. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That, I, aesthetically speaking, it's weird to spend so little time on it uh, in a way, because I feel like that's like one of the main things the game was marketed on. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, they're not like join Mario on another 2d platforming adventure with like tight jumps and shit. <laughs> they were like, look at Mario. He's an elephant. Pick up this seed. The whole fucking thing transforms and everybody flies around now. Uh, but I don't know. It just worked. Like it's all very mm -hmm. clean. It's an elegant design and it's not complicated really. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know, like, Nintendo seems to be very, like, cautious of doing anything too different with Mario. So it, it just felt like kind of, like, the ideal way to, like, mix things up without making them, like, too different. Right. Yeah, we never want to see Mario go the way of Mickey Mouse. And where they just won't use him. Oh, okay. I was like, so, I don't know what like, that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that where they just like don't use him in anything at all risky. It's just, yeah. Uh, here he is. He's the mascot guy. Though I guess they put out Mario in like fucking tennis shorts as an <laughs> annual release at this point. So like, that's obviously never going to happen. 
Um, but yeah, there are actually some new enemies <laughs> in this game, That's also which true. is unusual for Mario. Um, I thought they were all actually pretty cool. Um, I really like the enemies that like jump when you do. Mm, uh, that the... makes that's like a uh, they're called uh, Hoppy Cats. <laughs> hoppy Cats. That's it. Yeah, I remember because I thought that was a funny name. That's um, a good name. But yeah, like I, I that's like su- it throws a surprising wrench into uh, your gameplay. I think <laughs> to have to like ma- like think about that while you're playing. Yeah, it's one of the things that. I feel like I've seen it before, but mm-hmm. I really like its implementation here. Um, it, the The level that introduces them, I think, has is one of my favorite levels in the game because it does make you... It, it is just like a different kind of platforming to do. Uh, but then I loved the, the Wonder Seed section where they have the giant ones and you have to use them to clear paths. Mm. Uh, to me, that's a great example of one that I wish had been expanded on. Like, just give it one more level uh, with it because it's just really cool. Like, it's an interesting thing. Uh, you couldn't just like make it so that you could go too far and fuck up and lose. But uh, the so the way that it's implemented, I think is fine. But uh, I don't know. It's just very cool. I like those enemies. I like the birds that shoot arrows that unfurl into bridges. Mm, yeah, the straws. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the ones that, like, uh, that the enemies that just eat everything. Oh, yeah. They're, like, weird little, like, mud puppy things. With the Guzz giant lords? Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're called, but... Uh, yeah, they were in the level, the first level with the stealth Goomba section. <laughs> right, right. Which I thought was actually pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it definitely took me off guard. Yeah, like, having to, like, play as the Goomba and to just avoid getting eaten by those, I thought was really interesting. I was an end. I was not expecting that. Uh, yeah, I, I I was surprised that just going behind the bush oh, was yeah. all it wanted me to do. It was uh, it was surprising. Uh, do you remember that time that there was a <laughs> that there was a a wonder seed section that just made you take a quiz? Oh yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah, I liked it though. I wanted yeah, more, no, I wanted more weird shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either they didn't, they didn't incorporate developed... like the pulling down on like those like uh, vine enemies to like answer right. the questions. Yeah, which are also new. Uh, those were really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's no way in hell those make it into a Mario Maker game. But if they do, <laughs> I'd be really pumped about it. They seem really cool. Uh. There are a few levels that use those. Uh, they are a fully explored mechanic, as far as I'm concerned. I thought they did a great job with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. They let you use like swinging cranes and bullshit in Mario Maker. I don't see why you can't <laughs> use these enemies. I guess that's a good point. That they wouldn't be able to do it in the that wonder would just have to be its own like style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool though. I I, I do like. Uh, a lot of the enemies because like in this case a lot of the enemies were custom designed like for the levels that they exist in so you know are they so much enemies as they are obstacles uh yes they are enemies <laughs> and they have names and it's very cool yeah it's like it introduced like a handful that like i really want to see come back in future games same we talked a bit about the difficulty of the game mm-hmm 
and the fact that it was generally speaking like a little bit less challenging than we may have wanted it to be. I 100% would forgive all of that, except why is Bowser mm. so, so easy? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Like, I feel like the final level was actually really cool. I like yeah. the part where like King Boo chased you. He just sh- makes his cameo. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I thought that was all really awesome. But like, yeah, like I th- and I thought that the f- the fact that it was like music themed and he's like a DJ, like mm-hmm. some Octavio vibes. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was all really cool. But yeah, like it it felt yeah it was a bit too easy and it also just kind of felt like it lacked like build up or something like. I don't. I remember like I felt like 3D World had a really great final Bowser encounter, mm. um, and like, I don't know. Maybe I just like my expectations were too high. <laughs> uh, Very but, like, possible. It, it just felt really simple. Yeah, it's like the Mario series has been doing boss fights for a billion years with more like some good results some bad results and unfortunately i feel like wonder is just one of those games where the boss fights are just sort of like a perfunctory end <laughs> to whatever like chat like you know a uh, palace level you're on yeah i actually thought like the bowser jr ones were pretty solid like it's boring that it's always bowser jr and not something different but yeah. uh like i thought they were all like actually pretty solid and each like different like variation was kind of cool um yeah. but yeah like but still, like it's just like fine, uh, and like but I, I think like one thing I kept expecting like uh, I keep making comparisons to 3D World, but that's like the most recent <laughs> Mario game I played uh, that's kind yeah. of like this. Um, but uh, like you had like what like the Bowser's Castle World or whatever, like the Lava World, and then you get to the end of it and it's like psych. That's not actually the final world. Go to the fucking carnival world. Now that's the final one. Like it felt like it like missed that kind of thing. Like that part where like Bowser like surprises or one ups you and like you're, you, you thought you beat him, but haha, he's actually got this up his sleeve. It was all a ruse. The yeah. Whole time. It felt like it lacked that kind of moment or something. Yeah. I think I, I mostly agree. This is, I liked the fact that this game begins its final level by having Bowser himself introduce the catch of each level. It's like, oh, this one's got heat-seeking bullet bills, and oh, this one's got long bullet bills that you can ride on. Uh, And like, you know, and this one's the punch one. And all of those, like, I loved that element of it, but the fact that it just sort of like then ended like it had in in total it's four levels and one of the, and the boss level is like half a really cool level and then half like a comically easy boss fight and it does like i think i agree with you what you said about bowser jr it is boring that it's bowser jr every time in a square room but they do a really good job of like mixing it up and like having there be a catch to all of them mm-hmm. so even if it was never like particularly inspired it still felt new and fresh bowser is just bowser's <laughs> like weird rhythm thing like yeah it, they, it, it, it was fun like it was like, yeah, no, satisfying to like bounce and hit the weak spots and stuff but yeah like it felt like it needed like an extra wrinkle yeah, something else needed to be there. 
this is uh well i guess we're kind of at the end of the podcast so this is the Mm -hmm. appropriate time to talk about it uh speaking of bowser requiring you to jump in time with the music mario's music Mm. a famous thing uh done in this game presumably i don't know like a lot of this stuff is just sort of like from scratch new music yeah Uh, i don't know who does the mario music now yeah i don't think koji kondo has been doing it for a long time (laughs) uh yeah he's (laughs) i mean i could probably find this out well it's giving me it's saying that koji kondo is still in the list but i'm assuming they're just crediting him because they use koji kondo's melodies for a lot of stuff yeah but uh yeah we have don't make me pronounce these names <laughs> google mario wonder yeah. composers and take a look in an assorted uh variety of composers yeah there are three people that are credited one of whom is koji kondo and then there are two other people whose names i'm not familiar with mm-hmm. uh but it is just like it, it the, the music in this game i think largely worked for me um but I think the parts in the levels that actually care about the music, like the ones with rhythm elements uh, and the ones like the march where all the piranha plants are running yeah. around, I thought those were were particularly standout. Like, I thought that those really killed it for me because it's something that makes you pay attention. I love that it pops up the little name of the song in the bottom corner mm-hmm. uh, to be like, this is the part where we're going to focus on this. Uh, and there's like several moments where it does that uh, in several different like styles of music. So I thought it was all very good. Yeah. You know, I t- full agree. Um, I think music levels, like I don't know the first game to ever do a music level, but uh, <laughs> they had them in uh, like Rayman legends as well. Uh, that the, and those were also like a highlight of that game. So uh, yeah, I thought the music levels were really cool in this one as well. Uh, and yeah, I feel like the, the music like was all good. Um, but like, it's a hard to remember it or like, I feel like one playthrough, you don't really get to appreciate it. Like it doesn't stand out quite in the same way as like older Mario music, but I feel like it's one of those soundtracks that like, if I listen to it, like just for fun or like I replayed the game, I would have a better, more of an appreciation for it. Like I would notice it more on a second playthrough yeah that is probably true the one song that keeps coming into mind for me is probably the only song in the game that i don't really like uh and it's the one of the there's like three or four tracks that play like by default when you start like a wonder seed section a wonder flower whatever Mm -hmm. uh and one of them is a song that just just evokes lazy town to me (laughs) Like the children's television show. Yeah, yeah. That's just like. Yet any anything else? Any quick hits? Any? The only quick hit I had is like uh, they had levels with goo, <laughs> uh, and that felt like a throwback to um, to uh, Super Mario Land Two because it had like the sections where you swam through the goo and it had like the little like cow fish if you remember those <laughs> to swim around in it no cow fish in this but uh we did Sad. have cool goo swimming sections which uh, i was a big fan of that is true i did like the goo sections i was i kept waiting for the 
uh, Gooigi origin story, but oh, yeah. <laughs> none have yet to come. Uh, also, Wagooigi still is not a thing. Mm-hmm. We're o- I'm like 0 for 5 on <laughs> predicting Nintendo's future. Uh, we'll if, get there. If Waluigi was ever incorporated into Luigi's Mansion... We then Waguigi. A, no, yeah, we would get a Waguigi. Also, Nintendo, if you're ever listening to this, which you won't ever do, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> set Luigi's Mansion 4 in a castle, please. Oh, yeah. Also, Nintendo, if you're listening to this, please buy the Splattershot.pro domain <laughs> off of me. <laughs> For... $18 million. <laughs> yeah, either for a whole lot of money or just like a small <laughs> amount of money so I can just keep the check. Uh, anyway, do we have Fire Flower Thoughts? Flower Thoughts. The easiest one in a while. It's um, true, yeah. So, I don't know. My thoughts are kind of like, I feel like I haven't fully digested the game yet. I think as we were trying to, like, get at it on the first half, like, it's hard to know, like, where this ranks among other Marios. Uh, It's definitely doing some weirder and more of its own kind of things. But then on the other hand, it also feels like it's kind of like taking bits and pieces from more recent Marios, like Mario Maker, 3D World, uh, even fucking Mario 99. Um, And... Yeah, so it's kind of hard to, like, know exactly how I feel about it. But uh, I did overall enjoy the game, but I felt like it didn't quite live up to what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill. I try not to judge a game for, like, what it isn't uh, when I can. But, um, so, yeah, I just kind of expected it to be a little weirder or a little bit more off the wall uh, based on that initial trailer. So, and it was more like a regular mario game in its structure than i expected but uh you know that's not a bad thing uh <laughs> uh so yeah it's a mario game which means it's better than most games um so <laughs> uh overall i liked it but uh i i don't know i it feel kind of weird saying it but it feels kind of like nothing to write home about to me um but uh, i think it's it feels like the kind of thing like i was just saying with the music like i think i'll come to appreciate it more over time um and it's something that like i probably will get the urge to replay in like a couple years uh and hopefully i'll have the time to do that so i can uh grow more appreciation for it uh yeah so yeah i don't know feel kind of like weird and mixed on it um uh, yeah i feel like it's not uh, one of those where i'm not fully digested yet (laughs) so yeah i i I do have like a a spot that i want to put it in in terms of like my uh mario canon uh but uh, you you bring up a very important distinction to make like i uh, technically i like i could have finished this game a couple of days ago but uh, i literally just stopped playing it last night and it was only because i i wanted to get through all the special stages uh before coming in for the podcast and that desire wasn't necessarily spurred by me wanting to have a more complete discussion or something like the few special stages that I would have played or that I wouldn't have played would not have made that big of a difference on my overall impression on the game, but it was because I really wanted to, I I found this game to be really fun. I think that its biggest problem is that it is just a bit too easy. Um, what, what I had in my head was 
I think that this is the best 2D Mario game since Super Mario World uh, on the SNES. I think that it surpasses everything else ahead of it, and I'm not counting Yoshi's Island. Sue me. That game, I think, is better than this one. Uh, but it also plays very differently than a traditional Mario platformer. Um, <laughs> so there's, like, it, to me, like, I had a really good time playing this game, and whenever I sat down to play it, I wanted to keep playing it for a long period of time. But when I... I don't go back to games very often, but Mario World, and you know this despite having not played it, uh, (laughs) anytime that Mario World is available on something, I just go and play Mario World again. Yeah, you'll at least start it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I played it when it was put on the Switch, and when it was on the 3DS, I have the SNES mini classic thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've played Mario World on that. One time I played it at a house party that somebody was throwing (laughs) i was like i just gotta get some mario world in you know um and i'm not like very good at mario world because i play it once every few years and i don't always finish it uh and i think part of what makes me continue to like it is because that game does it makes me feel like i'm trying to beat it like it's hard to do uh and this game really doesn't quite get there so like in terms of flow state this just never quite pushed me as much as i wanted it to um even if it is just easier generally i'd be fine with it if there were a few places that made me struggle but uh that all being said i still think the game's really good i think the game looks incredible um i think the game sounds really good i think that uh the level design is is interesting because i feel like it is borrowing from things uh but in like a very good way it's a it's a way that that feels like it's evolving with the times uh and to me that all sort of culminates into a game that i would write home about specifically if i had like a younger sibling or like a cousin (laughs) or something and i would like look man this is like what 2d platforming is at its best right now like as far as things that have come out recently i haven't had more fun with a 2d platformer uh since like celeste so it's it's been a while for me so i liked it thought it was good thank you for listening to no clip this week what are we talking about next time next time i just remembered what we're talking about next time it's very (laughs) funny um we're doing our christmas special episode <laughs> on the PlayStation 2 game Trapped T R A P T. This is a game that showed up. Uh, I'd heard about this game at some point in my past, and then it mm. faded from memory completely. And then uh, we were looking for potential like holiday themed games to round out the year. And I thought, what a cool idea it would be to do a Home Alone game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I discovered Trapped, or rediscovered Trapped, a game where you build traps for enemies to walk into in a vaguely not particularly Home Alone (laughs) style. Uh, But I am excited to give it a go. So uh, join us then. (laughs) We should have just played Home Alone for the Game Boy or whatever. <laughs> we could have done that. It would have probably been yeah. less enjoyable. And by do that, I mean not do that. <laughs> uh, but what we should do 
and by we I mean the listeners, is if you want to get a hold of us, all of our contact information is on our website at noclippodcast.com or on splattershot.pro, uh, unless Nintendo has purchased it from me uh, at the time that you're listening to it. Uh, there you can find links to our email address, our Twitter account, uh, <laughs> our Discord server where you can suggest games for us to play. Maybe you could have found a much better holiday game <laughs> than Trapped on the PlayStation 2. Uh, and you can listen to all of our old episodes uh, there and on our YouTube channel, uh, including episodes that we did on Super Mario 3D Land. I lied. Super Mario 3D World. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. Super All the Mario Marios. 64, Super Mario Lu- Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion 3, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tropical Freeze. Yeah, Tropical Freeze. Other games with drug paraphernalia in them. <laughs> Disco Elysium. Rim World. <laughs> Disco Elysium. Yep. <laughs> you know, listen to the games that we talked about, like Mario Wonder, like Disco Elysium. <laughs> yeah, and Rim <laughs> Fucking. B- elephant that like button <laughs> shoot, shoot a bubble into the comment section i don't fucking know uh, i got i got okay subscribe so that you can wear your subscription badge mm-hmm. which allows you to write with priority in the comment section there you go there it is what is this fucking Mario? Fucking Mario. Like Wasn't that song? it called like the Crazy World of Richard Scary or something? Wasn't that the actual name of that show? That and, sounds like, really familiar. And like the setting of it was was no, that was Safety Town. Yeah, Lazy Town is that weird live action show. Yeah, with the okay. weird number weird number yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Guy. I'm thinking of this animated show from the '90s. Yeah, you were thinking of the Crazy World of Richard Scary. Ah, swish, I got that yeah. right. Uh, they had like was... that worm in like the big apple car. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. Yep. There's uh, one thing that Andy Kinnick is good at. It's membering the '90s. That's true. <laughs> Uh, something that I can't do because obviously <laughs> I was uh, always born 19 years ago today. Uh, 